This show contains adult content. If you find it offensive, please go to the cliffcentral.com website where there's a show for you. CliffCentral.com, it is just after 10 on Friday morning, Sex Talk with John T. Searle, and such a special guest, an old, old friend, and one of the most talented people that I know. I'm just so, so excited and honored to have you here. Chris Tokalon, thank you so much for being with us this morning. An absolute pleasure, John T. You've got to put this close to your mic. An absolute pleasure, John T. Oh, that's there nice. <laughs> this man is a, is a wonder. <laughs> he is, absolutely. Yeah. We were just talking outside that we've known each other for the better part of 20 years or more. Yes. And started kind of this journey at the same time in a lot of ways. Yes, our individual journeys which have uh, crossed over over the years yeah. and... Uh, I might add, uh, approach uh, the same topic, but from different angles. Yeah, that's Mm. such a beautiful, beautiful thing. But let us begin with this. Ninja sets, chocolate starfish, Twitter bag, Calipigian. Today's dirty dictionary word is pervertibles. Dirty dictionary word. Pervertibles. I love this. Any idea? It's like a convertible car. <laughs> so it's a pervertible. Maybe it's somebody who's pervy driving around with his beautiful cock outside or yeah. somebody flashing her breasts or her vagina. Okay. No, okay. no you're quite far from okay. there. Very, very cold. Chris, any idea what a pervertible is? Uh, someone who's easily influenced by something... By a perversion, uh, what may be perceived as a perversion? Mm. No. No? No, quite far from there. Okay, so we will tell you towards the end of the show what a pervertible is. I really like it, I have to tell you. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It was such a – and it's so simple, but it's a lot of fun. Pervertible. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Is there a dictionary word that (laughs) has a definition – uh, that you is. are going to that's lay on us at the end of the <laughs> that's hour. It. Yes. That's okay. It. That's what it Good. is. Good. I was hoping. <laughs> <laughs> we will put everybody out of their misery. Janti thinks it's, he believes it's all about knowledge. So he brings the knowledge. If you know what's a, what's a pervertible, you know, then you can have it an expansion in your mind. And then, you know, you'll know more about king sex. <laughs> you have more to something to refer to maybe. Mm. So, please join our conversation on 0861-555-189. We are on WeChat. We're on Twitter. Maybe we're on WeChat. Dunk, we don't have any WeChat screens up here. 
Um, we are definitely on Twitter, Cliff C. So it's sex doc underscore yeah. Cliff C. And we are going to put a lot of stuff out on Periscope today because Chris is going to share some of the most amazing sounds and instruments with us. It's really something um, you can't find anywhere. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. So we were having a discussion last week, Chris and I, two weeks ago hmm. at an event that you did. And we were talking about the fact that in the world of Tantra, sex is so much more than just our genitals. And often that's just the way in. That's the entry point. And then it's so much about this dance of energy between the yin and the yang, the masculine and the feminine, and all of those characteristics, the water and the fire, the earth and the air, Mm. this constant movement of energy. And polarities, balancing polarities. Yeah, the juxtaposition and the rhythm between them and the flow between them. You're in one, then you're in the other. You experience the fire, you experience the water, you experience the flow, the stillness, absolutely everything. And that is the dance, Mm. the cosmic dance. So the entire universe is making love all the time Yes. in this flow of energy. I agree. Uh, in in my uh, field, or yeah, the, the what I'm focused on, it's the polarities of silence and mm. sound. When they marry together, you get this harmony of opposites, which mm. is which can be translated into uh, a sexual act. You know, when you get a man, a man and a woman mm. coming together, uh, and at the end, you have this sense of harmony because the polarities have balanced out from the interaction. Mm. So here's an interesting question. I gave a talk on Tuesday night and it was so cool to meet some of our listeners there who I'd never met before. Mm. And I was talking about what we were doing on the show today and we were talking about the polarity of sound and silence Mm. and somebody asked a question which is masculine and which is feminine and of course somebody else answered Mm. the feminine is not the silence. Because women can't be, can't be quiet. <laughs> well, that is a popular conception, I must add, which is quite supported by um, the, uh, uh, the verbal activities of a lot of women. <laughs> Where, but I, I would agree that the silence is the feminine aspect because yeah. it can hold mm. the vibration of the sound, which, mm. which is the masculine and so the masculine um, is supported by the silence and allowed to manifest uh, in, from my uh, perception. Yeah, it's an amazing thing because if you think about the spectrum of sensual and sexual experiences that go into the realm of energy, we can consciously create experiences of allowing us to manifest and explore and experience those different energies. mm and music becomes often, and sound is such a vehicle for that to happen in. Yes. yes you know, is. firstly, it helps create a space. It helps. Uh, one of the principles of conscious sexuality says that we can use certain experiences to create and build that energy within us to take us to the space for certain experiences, mm-hmm. which really enhances that. Mm. Uh, I, a lot of people like listening to music. Yeah. While they're making love yeah. uh, it, it enhances the experience yeah. I know that Yeah, And think about the different kinds of music And different kinds of sound mm. And even as a, as a precursor You know last time we were in Mozambique We talked so much about this Of, of how you use different energy experiences And some of them were sound experiences mm. 
particularly like the fire sounds, the wake <laughs> really up and build that energy. Yeah. But sound is simply energy. Yes. Energy in motion. That's it. And mm. interesting thing, because I found this beautiful definition of, of a wave before we went up to Mozambique. And sound is simply waves. Yes. That a wave is an energy transport phenomenon. Yes. And I really love that because we can actually create with an intention, with a purpose, different waves to get us to different places. Exactly. Yeah. Pleasure also works in waves. Yeah. But think about that. That And, and pleasure is not only about sex. It's the fullness exactly. of life. It's enjoying your body. It's enjoying the elements, um, food. It's enjoying people. And the vibration of that, the frequency of pleasure is so much higher than the frequency of, of heaviness, of pain, of sadness. Yes. No judgment. None of them are better than any other. It's simply different frequencies. And different sounds create different reactions in us, pleasurable mm. or not. And so it makes a lot of sense to utilize some sounds in order to bring about a transformation mm -hmm. in the listener. And that's pretty much my game, uh, is that sound creates transformation and you use harmonious, pleasurable sounds to transform the listener. Mm. And it becomes an amazing journey, an amazing meditation. Chris, can you tell us a little bit, for the unexperienced people that don't know you for 20 years, unfortunately, what is it that you do? What is it that, that amazing ah. thing that you do? Well, I call myself uh, a sound therapist, and I've been a musician for about 40 years. Uh, I play wind instruments mainly, including my my mouth, <laughs> which I would call a wind instrument. It's the <laughs> oldest instrument in the world. So oh, yeah. I use uh, vocal sounds, and I use uh, sax and flute in performance. Mm. But in uh, sound therapy... As a sound therapist, I use sounds which are evocations of natural sounds to help people uh, release and restore harmony. I use sounds that are in harmony with themselves, and I can demonstrate that mm. in mm. A, a couple of minutes, a sound that is in harmony with itself, including the, the human voice, um, and that is what brings about uh, release and transformation in people who receive it. So I'm a musician and a sound therapist, that's, essentially. That's, that's mm. beautiful. Um, not a lot of people do that. No, it's it's quite specific. You and Jonti are like two very rare gurus that yeah. we need to close here, maybe bring some security. Not enough people do that. Because Jonti, uh, he when he explained about your work, it sounds like, you know, when I understand the dimension that you work in and you stay so grounded it's it's just a therapeutic work that you do without letting allowing it to take you to places of ego places of you know to to get to the to the popularity of it because music has become so popular everybody just goes for the yeah. popular music mm. yeah mm. yeah i'm afraid uh generally speaking music has uh, become a recreational thing that you only use at parties and as background music in supermarkets, but music for the sake of transformation, upliftment is, uh, is something that's rarely used. But 
I would also like to say that it is gaining in uh, recognition and popularity mm. uh, these days, where people are starting to become aware that sound, in a in a simple and yet powerful form, is a readily available tool for self empowerment and transformation, and are starting to use it and recognize it. Even Western medical science is starting to use sound. Uh, as a form of helping people with Alzheimer's and Parkinson's, dementia, mm. etc., people with tinnitus, and um, actually quite a wide range of ailments. That's wonderful. Mm. Mm. Okay. So let's hear something, Chris. Okay, so when I was talking Where about in sounds, shall we do the funny stuff first mm-hmm. or the. Let's okay. do the serious stuff first. Okay, we'll some serious <laughs> stuff. When I was talking about in sound therapy, a sound that is in harmony with itself, what that means is two or more notes occurring simultaneously uh, that are in harmony with themselves, so making a chord. So I'd just like to demonstrate uh, the sound of a Tibetan bowl and also for the visuals. Is this going out on Periscope? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So this Tibetan bowl is made of seven different metals, and they all interact with each other to produce a very rich, harmonious sound. I've got three bowls here. Oops. And you can clearly hear that... um, there's quite a few notes in in that sound. And so those are sounds that are in harmony with themselves. And the logical um, way of using that sound is to entrain somebody back into harmony mm-hmm. by using a sound that's in harmony with itself. And that sound can also be demonstrated and utilized by the human voice in something that's called um, overtone singing, which is the ability to produce two or more notes like that bowl, two or more notes that are in harmony with themselves. So it's something like this. That's overtone singing. It's ancient. Yes. And you can just kind of hear that echoing like in the mountains of Tibet. And yes. And going out around the world from there. Indeed. Yeah. And the amazing thing is, is in any healing journey, the goal of, 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 of healing is just bringing us back to ourselves. It's, yeah, right? restoring harmony. Yeah, and whichever route it is that you choose. So if you're working with me, it's more working with sexual energy, with you more working with sound. But it's simply the idea of using energy in different ways to bring us back to ourselves. Yes, bringing polarities back into harmony. So masculine, feminine, sound, silence, Mm. 
those are the main polarities that we juggle with in our lives. Each one of us has a dynamic, fixed, focused, masculine side and a still holding feminine side. And that occurs on a cellular level, courtesy of our parents. Mm. Uh, we are masculine and feminine on a cellular level and restoring harmony between those uh, polarities is something that we could all become aware of and start utilizing readily available energy at our disposal. So you don't need, I'm not saying it's a wrong thing, but you don't need a, a sexual partner if, if you don't have one and uh, you need not stress about it. You can start balancing yourself as an individual by using silence and sound and mm. I have done so and I'm still doing so for a long time uh, put it this way I'm I'm celibate <laughs> at, the, at this time and have been for quite a while I don't want to shock the listeners by telling them how long but <laughs> I'm quite happy Chris uh, you've got to do a lot to shock our listeners really what we've done here <laughs> so I find a, a marriage of those opposites, those polarities mm. uh, th inside my own being. And that is what monks and shamans, uh, uh, mystics have been doing since the memory of humanity is finding that peace and that balance within themselves without the need to uh, go out and find someone that's going to complete you. Mm. That's such a cliched and uh, uh, can I say uh, yeah, uh, We're talking about it a lot, yeah, it's about the cliche. It's an impossibility yeah. for someone to yeah. complete you. It's a romantic thing and, and yeah. a mutation of, of uh, people's um, focus and um, an unrealistic thing. It's it's right at home. It's not outside you. No, that completion. You've got to find it within. Exactly. And then it needs to be a choice to share it with someone in the way that you do. Yes. But a very conscious choice. In in an honouring and spiritual manner, not just having sex for the sake of no, it. Because in a casual way. Yeah, there's never a, a level a of fulfilment way. in that. Mm. The fulfilment is it's a very limiting. <coughs> Simply because it becomes very much about having an orgasm. It's very much about being in that moment. And as soon as it's done, we're looking for the next one. Exactly. It's like a drug. Yeah. There's nothing that touches your heart, that touches your soul, mm. that says, oh, let me sit with this. And that it's mm. really inside in your heart. Mm. And that's the real power. Mm. And more and more, you know, I was thinking about this because my website is kind of about to go through a bit of a transformation. And my personal journey has been one of reinventing myself in a sexual context over the years, starting this journey from a very sexual point of view and moving into this idea of that it's such an expression of energy and sensuality and connection. And that for me is more the power coming into that and then expressing and sharing that mm. in the way that we choose, but out of very conscious choice. Yes, and it starts with the individual. It has to. And goes out from there. That's what ideally the the process should be. Mm. 
So you do something called a sound journey, which is a very beautiful meditative healing experience because for some people it's incredibly emotional. Mm. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so uh, a sound journey means I get a group of people or an individual that um, they lie down, close their eyes, and allow themselves to be serenaded on a cellular level mm. and also on a soul level with sound because sound works on a cellular level and uh, it passes through our bodies uh, four and a half to five times faster than it does through air and water amplifies sound so we know that our bodies are made mainly of water mm -hmm. so we have a perfect conductor of and trans transmitter and receiver of energy whether it's audible to us or not so these people receive a cellular sound bath using instruments that uh, have a rich harmonious sound that are in harmony with themselves as I demonstrated earlier and um, what it does is it shakes loose stress and trauma in the recipient and vibrates their cells back into alignment so on a physical level it works like that but also emotionally spiritually it helps to release energy which is trapped inside our bodies and so for me sound is not just the audible stuff it's the um the inaudible yet very um dramatic effect of thoughts uh microwaves tv waves there's so much energy passing through the air that we are unaware of because mm. we can't hear it and so when we start making ourselves aware of uh, that sound is also inaudible energy and that affects our cells just as much as audible sound so um, it's been proven for example that uh, by the experiments of dr masaru emoto mm. The Japanese scientist who under laboratory conditions has proven that water molecules change sound according to what you say or even think towards them. Yeah, his work is amazing. And you yes. look at the pictures of, of snowflakes in water that have been treated with love yes. as opposed to those that haven't. And the shapes are incredibly different. Yeah. So you could say a sound journey is a love treatment. Mm. <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah. Put, a love bath. Put, yeah. Because yeah. harmony, is a sound that's in a harmony is like mm. uh, transmitting love to somebody. Yeah. So you know what we're going to have to do next time you're in Joburg when it's warmer is we're going to have to, we do this beautiful thing called a water flow massage. Mm. So it's in an indoor heated pool. Yeah. It's very gentle. It's very intimate. Um. And I think next time you are here when it's warm, because we're not doing any during winter, mm. you've got to do one with sound. Because mm -hmm. it's this incredible contained space, this beautiful pool, mm -hmm. and it's, its own glass setting. And yes. to have sound as a part of that is going to be Oh, know, wonderful, incredible. yeah. Because sound, uh, water is such a effective uh, mm. conductor of sound. Uh, it's be beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that also help make what we do in Mozambique so powerful because it's kind of right on the beach. For sure. Water. Yes. So you're really connected to that energy. Yes. I was going to say also a sound journey contains a lot of evocations of natural sounds. Mm, the elemental. Yeah. So the sound of water, a rain stick or a wave basket, um, the sound of wind, 
with whether I make it uh, with my mouth like, wow. or with a flute, uh, and so those evocations of natural sounds is what helps people to relax and to open up to the other sounds, the overtone singing. Mm. And that connects us with such deep aspects of our being. Yes. Primal. Yeah. It's, it's a reminder of where we come from and where we can go to if we so choose. So at any given stage, an individual can s- decide, okay, I don't need to feel stressed and anxious and angry. I can go to that place of uh, relaxation, harmony, mm. Just by listening to music or making sounds for myself. And that's Mm. one of the things that I teach people is how to use their voices, which is the original instrument, uh, to create a transformation inside themselves. And when you use your voice, you become the instrument and the musician at the same time. And Mm. that's such a wonderful thing which we have mostly forgotten about uh, in our pursuits Mm. and anxiety as a Share some of that with us. What are the sounds somebody can can learn to make to switch change energy states? Well, it's simple toning, uh, which is making uh, uh, using vowel sounds as mantras. So, um, a mantra is something that, through repetition, uh, gains power and uh, informs the mind. So, you you have many mantras in many different mm. religions. But basically, I encourage people in the beginning to use vowel sounds because vowel sounds are neutral. They don't subscribe to any particular religion. And they have the lifeblood and vitality of expression. So when you use a vowel sound, you can convey a a feeling and emotion much more effectively than if you use the consonant, you know, like a k k k or t. If you go... Ah, you know, it, it, it conveys, conveys. Yeah. It's such a release. Yeah, a release. (sighs) Yes. So get them to do size of release as well. And we use vowel sounds, uh, as mantras and go through the chakras, uh, one by one. So we start at the bottom and it's like tuning an instrument. You start at the bottom with one note and you, Ascend uh, note by note, and you literally uh, uh, take them through a, a, a retuning of a being as as a, as a interaction of many different frequencies and restore harmony. Share a little bit of that, please. Okay. Uh, well. I've got this flute here. Also with your amazing mm. voice, which is mm. every time you open your mouth <laughs> and you start <laughs> making a sound, it's uh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> so, f- for example, I would uh, do a scale. That's going through a scale, and um, it's like an octave of awareness, essentially, not just an octave in music. 
that uh, we go through. And uh, at the end of it, people feel balanced and calm. And also I use humor uh, when I conduct uh, a play shop. I call them a play shop. Mm. Uh, so I get people to imitate uh, different instruments and animals. My nickname is The Marvelous Mouth, and I do a one-man show called The Marvelous Mouth. But, for example, um, I discovered when I was young that I'm very good at the mouth trumpet. So I go... And so I do a call and response thing with people where I get them to go like this, and then uh, I give the call and I go... And they answer. And they go. There you go. So you make people laugh. Yeah, people mm. laugh and they relax and, you know, they imitate cats and dogs and turkeys and so on. And then once we've gone through that, then I get the group to um, make, compose a piece of music mm. that's original and has never been heard and will never be heard again. So we, we go around and one by one people add their voices. So if I go, and then the person next to me goes, yeah. And one by one, each person adds their sound into the circle, into the space that is provided by silence. And by the end of, we come a full circle and we've got this amazing piece of music that's full of rhythm and sounds and, Fun. It's a fun thing. It is. It's a beautiful thing. And yeah. I've so, en- so enjoyed these experiences. Yeah. Yeah, it's really amazing. Because sound for me is interesting because I've always been told that I was tone deaf. Mm. So, <laughs> listen, back in the day when I was thinking about being a rabbi, and I used to help out at one of the very small congregations that didn't have a full-time rabbi anymore in Springs. And the services were kind of really, they were pretty dull, and there were all these old people sitting there. And the one day I thought, I have to sing because this is just getting out of hand. And after two minutes, the chairman comes up to where I am, and he said, we've had requests that you stop singing. (laughs) (laughs) And that was kind of it for me. But it's been kind of an awakening recently of actually just moving more and exploring this world more. And it's so much fun. The world of sound. Yeah. And yourself, is which is yourself. Yeah. We, we are all made of sound. The entire universe is made with sound. Mm. So when you explore the world of sound, you're actually exploring yourself and the entire mm. world around you. And so what if somebody says to you initially, you know, uh, you can't sing? Mm. Maybe it's because uh, you're still relearning how to use your instrument mm. um, 
But I sound pretty good to myself. And when Amy, my daughter, was small, I sounded pretty good to her. Um, but since she's grown up now, she says, no, Daddy, no. Dad. <laughs> but, you know, an interesting thing about sound, and we talk about this quite a lot, especially when it comes to sex. Who makes noise during sex? Uh, women. Uh, women. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd say almost both. Expected. Yeah, but no. a lot of times men are really quiet during yes, sex. Yes, I know. Until they get in touch with that energy of it. Yes. And it's such an amazing way for men to get in touch with that fire energy. Yes. Firstly, especially those real kind of growls and grunts. Those yes. really earth elemental sounds. Yes, I'm, I'm fairly noisy, mm. as I remember. That's, that's actually mm. beautiful. And, but most men think it's not cool or not, you know, it's a masculine or mm. just mm. from experience. Because even when you yeah. watch porn, yeah. you never hear... A man make a sound. You don't even know when a man's had an orgasm. Yes. And he doesn't ejaculate all over somebody. Yeah. Exactly. Actually, he doesn't. His breathing doesn't even change. Even facial expressions. Every any yeah. expression. A man is expected to do the rhythmical, mm. whatever the case. Jonty, have you seen the 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 article I've sent you about? Um, it's actually quite interesting. It's about you know therapeutic. Work through porn. Some women that has been men that has been through sexually. Has been sexually assaulted, mm. and they can't always watch porn, and they can't always be exposed to sexual content because of their trauma. As you're talking about healing and healing trauma in the body through music, yes. so some, you know, once you go through that, and you went through Jaunty, and you went through the sound journey, you want to see porn sometimes, you know. But let's say you've been assaulted from behind, or, you know, you've been kidnapped, you can't see some content. And there's a group of people that are literally sitting and reviewing porn and doing like, I've seen it. yeah, like Braille. And they're, mm. they're writing everything that's going to happen in the porn movie. So you as a person who's been assaulted or person who doesn't want to be expo mm. exposed to a certain content, you'll be able to know what's in the porn movie. So at least you can watch it safely. <laughs> so it is something to, to, to think about also in the therapeutic. You, you, you look at what is in reality. You know, reality is also porn, even if we like it or not. Yeah. And um, well, I don't and know that I'd put porn in reality. I'd put it in yeah, fantasy. No, it's in reality, in reality of consumers. Yes. Yeah, like music. You know. Oh, when, right. When I'm when I'm hearing what you're you're producing, those beautiful sounds, and I'm thinking to put it in my bedroom. Well, if you can come, it would be great. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, <Okay. laughs> let's There's say you know, I'm a, I'm very rich, and I want to have you as a as a personal musician. Yeah, you might have to have financial discussion. <laughs> yes, with, uh, it's gonna yeah with Mr. Zuki about that first. <laughs> <laughs> but let's say, and you know, a lot of people say I'm not connected to this music mm. when I'm love making because I'm used to p popular music or mm. I'm used to arousing music. You know, mm. whatever the case may be. But this is actually mm. real. Music that arouses the body and the mind. Mm. But that's an interesting thing because of the patterning and the condition that we live with. When something mm. new comes along, it is often it's very disorientating for a while. Yes. <laughs> mm. Yes. Until we can kind of connect with it um, and go beyond um, the conditioning and the patterning, quite simply. Yep. Mm. I have to agree with that, that a lot of people are afraid of change and mm. don't welcome it. And change over so slowly, you know, there are times when I have to be really patient. I think John T. can agree on that one. Yeah. They don't, no, <laughs> sure. change, change is one thing we don't want to do. Well, we like the idea. Uh, yeah. We like the idea of change more than the change, often because of the work that it involves. Yeah. Real true. change means yes. that we have to really go into ourselves. We have yes. to really own 
everything about us. Yes. And for most of us, that means going into some aspect of the shadow. Yes. Of that it's not all light and life. Not the pretty mm. sides. And it's not all kind of white robes on the mountaintop and, yes. and rainbows and bells. And Which everybody wants all the it. time. And real spirituality is in the muck of your life. Mm. That's really what it is. That's mm. so powerful. But it's the truth of it. Mm. Because yeah. that's who we really are. And that's where so much yeah. of our power is if we can go and claim and own that. Yeah. It means letting go of cherished, conditioned responses yeah. which we've been led to believe are the truth in life. And yeah. that's hard. I mean, for me, the early part of my journey, especially of being a teacher, was... I couldn't work out the balance between being a teacher and being vulnerable at the same time. Mm. Hmm. It was... Because you have to be this almighty... That's it. And it creates an impossible space because you know that you are going to fuck that up. Hmm. And I did royally, you know, through a lot of mistakes. Um, And that's what I did. But learning from that is saying how in that space that I'm actually the most effective teacher and the most effective healer when I'm really vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And that's or when you don't care anymore eventually. Yeah. And that's the space of being vulnerable. That mm. it's just totally open to being in mm. that moment. You being do what open you do, to you say what you say mm. and that's it. Yeah. I, I I remember when I started for quite a long time I was vulnerable and I was putting myself out mm. you know, on a spot and you know, running the risk of somebody saying to me you're talking shit you you know where'd you get this from and uh that used to haunt me quite a lot and the more i did it the more i started owning what i was talking about until now i'm in a state where i don't care what people say or think because i know that it works and it has worked for other people as well i don't care is a very uh cool statement but it's one of the most powerful when it comes from the place of just knowing who you are mm. and it's coming yes. from your heart and mm. that makes it very, very different. Are there any then s- you'll yeah. do what you'll do with it. Mm. And the fact that you're always going to be judged for it as a teacher mm. by somebody. Mm. And the interesting thing is when we put that kind of judgment out there, it's simply that's more a reflection of where somebody is. And that's all. Which sounds work on that base chakra, on that beginning of maybe the connection of starting that emotion, the internal journey, starting on starting to work within. So it's not so much music to put in the background just to have a you know that few tunes to get you in the mood. Which sounds would you say that they are the sound that kind of unlock or help to a person to get connected more within? Generally speaking, it's the the lower notes, and there's different schools of thoughts which note that would be. But what I use is the note of C, for C. example, and a low C, and then ascending in pitch uh, in the scale. Uh, when I do a chakra balancing meditation with people, we start on a C, and the vowel is U. Uh, but I would say... Not but, and. Um, lower notes, um, earthy sounds like a drum, for example, uh, works on the bass 
chakra. And then as you ascend, uh, this, for example, the heart is, is wind. It's the element of air. So the element that's associated with that chakra has an influence on the sound. Mm. So the earth element, it's earthy, it's tribal. So a drum, mm. for okay. example, drumming, rhythmic stuff. Uh, water sound, water is the next element, uh, a watery sound. Okay, like uh, like the the own ma- your own mouth produce those sounds, or you work with the way basket. But I don't specifically work chakra by chakra okay. when I'm doing a sound mm. journey. Connected. I just I just use a wide variety of sounds and address the whole being. Cool. Uh, instead of specific. Um, so it meets things. different parts of you as you go. Yes, as mm. you go after an hour, the different aspects, the different elements, the senses have all been addressed. By this wide variety of sounds, so I use uh, wave basket. I use this uh, mbira, which is also evocative. And then I add voice. sound of metal you could say that it's associated with the fire chakra because metal working is uh, born from a fire process but generally speaking it's the repetitive patterns and the harmonics the overtones that get everybody thing bells there's three different bell sounds because there's three different bells in this string and then while I'm doing that I go So this tinkly sound of the bells is like a comforting sound. It's maybe the sound of a rushing stream. And uh, if I use a rain stick, then it makes people feel relaxed because they're safe and warm while they hear these elements. They're not exposed to them, but yet the elements are soothing at the same time. So that's an example. Well. Amazing. <laughs> it works in so in such different level. Yeah. And yeah. each person has a different interpretation of what's going on. For example, one person when they heard the wave basket it reminded them of the times they were locked up in a room by their mother and the wave basket sounded like her sewing machine. 
And he had like a a flashback to a nightmarish part of his life where another person went straight to the beach and thought, oh, how wonderful, I'm on the beach. (laughs) Takes you to your own place, to where you want to go. You know, it's amazing. More and more in my life, I have a lot of happy places um, with a lot of amazing people. This studio on Friday mornings is really one of my happy places, almost regardless Mm. of what we're doing. Mm. And this just so reminds me of it. Mm. It's a feeling of freedom. Yeah, It's wonderful to have the freedom to say what you want to these days, whereas before it was so restricted and censored, especially in my childhood. Mm. And the platforms that we have. I mean, Mm. even when I go and and do some other media stuff, the words that you can use and the things that you can talk about are so limited and restricted. Mm. And here we don't have any of that, which is incredible. (laughs) It's it's just this beautiful, beautiful thing. Mm. Mm. Yeah, well. So in the sound journey, you just listen. Yeah, in the sound journey, you receive. You receive. But in the vocal meditation, you are working together Mm. or playing together. It should be more playful than Mm. work, you know. So I don't call it a a workshop. I call it a play shop, a sound play shop. Celebrate sound. You're celebrating yourself, essentially. So in the vocal meditation, everybody's interacting, and it's important that everybody puts their voice in. And then afterwards, the sound journey, you lie down and you simply go on holiday. You travel without a boat or that's a plane. That's how it feels. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it feels. You ju- and by the way, you really think you've, you've done the whole world. Yeah. Because some yeah. elements are more Hawaiian, Caribbean. Some elements are more African. Yeah. You feel you're in the jungle. You feel you're in the beach. You, well, as you said, maybe you're in as a baby, as a growing up, you know, as a child growing up. Yeah. Well, that's, and you, you, don't, you don't learn that. You, yeah. Do you teach yourself? I was taught by music and sound as a child. I, uh, I didn't, yeah, and on the job, since I started, uh, since I decided I want to be a sound therapist and I want to help people restore harmony to their lives, uh, yeah, I learned on the job and have had many d- different sound experiences. And I can honestly say by now my favorite sound is silence. <laughs> and a lot of people agree with that. You know, everybody's looking for peace. Uh, where do you find peace? Mm. You find it through sound, through the movement of these uh, waves going through your body. And if they're harmonious waves, eventually you come to a place of silence because that's where everything came from mm. and returns to the universe. The explosion it was born out of silence. You know, in the beginning was the word or in uh, Hindu tradition nada brahma the fundamental truth is sound that explosion of the universe has sent energy waves and which are still traveling through and everything has a vibration yet holding that vibration is space and silence so you know people talk about oh i want peace they talk about love and peace and harmony well you find it on a fundamental level in the essence of your being that those qualities are there we just have to wash away the stuff we've accumulated that we've been conditioned with oh you have to do this you have to chase this you have to to achieve this you need to be perfect you need to be acknowledged that's all bullshit (laughs) (laughs) it is it is a 
It is a thought. Yeah, you have to just acknowledge yourself. And what is yourself? It is creation. So surrender to that, and that's a good place to start. How about a few minutes of what a sound journey experience might be with what you have here in your voice? Okay. Sure. Cool. Sound journey. Here we go. Wonderful. Wonderful. Just three, four minutes will be beautiful of that. Yeah. So I invite the listeners then to um, close their eyes and just listen to this without having any preconceptions or expectations. Uh, just allow it to wash through you. And that's what I instruct people to do at, in a sound journey is to just let go, essentially. Let go of your mind, your past, your future, which is where the mind spends most of its time.
I love that in the consciousness of pleasure, everything is about love making, is about energy moving, mm. is about the beauty of sex and love, but not sex as most of our world defines it, uh. but sex as an expression of the heart of the soul, <laughs> of the beauty of who we are. Well, mm. you're doing a beautiful experience tomorrow afternoon. Yes. Talk about that. Yes, uh, it's at the Lum Rim uh, Buddhist Center, uh, which is uh, next to Auckland Park in Friededorp. And it's um, a combination of yoga with live sounds, which I'll be producing. The yoga class will be conducted uh, uh, by Pravina, Yogi, Yogini Pravina Ranshod. And uh, I'll be playing sound with the yoga class and then afterwards we'll do a vocal meditation as I described earlier and we'll end with a sound journey of course which is where you lie down close your eyes and allow yourself to be transformed and transported so that's from 2 until 5 p.m. at the Lumrim Buddhist Center you can uh, find the details on www.lumrim and then next Saturday as well I'm doing one at uh, the Shanti Sanctuary in Bedford View And um, You can contact me For bookings on that Which is on 072 And those are the sound things I'm doing I'm also doing a few performances With uh, my longtime collaborator And conspirator Greg Georgiades Who's a masterful player of guitar Buzuki and ukulele etc And those are in Pretoria. Um, you can also visit my Facebook page for details on those or my website, uh, www.soundman.ca.za. Soundman. Soundman. Mm. Sugar man, sound yeah. man. Okay. Now well. we, the real lover man. <laughs> That's well, the real lover man. It's all making love. I, I, I want to thank you for, for something so real. <laughs> hmm. It's real. It's it's working in our DNA. I, that's yes. how I feel mm. on a cellular level. And you know, as much as I'm thinking, you know, where is where does it fit in our modern life? I think we don't need to think where does it fit because it will unfold. Mm. And when we stop with our nonsense, yes, <laughs> we will be open for some truth. Yeah, and that is unbelievable. Great, you're so welcome, and it's such a pleasure to be able to. Come and talk freely and openly uh, about something that is real and something that is love. Essentially, uh, sound and silence together are an expression of love and harmony. Next week, we are going somewhere we have not been for a while. (laughs) I'm always a little bit anxious (laughs) when you say that. But I'm I'm dying to know because maybe I can get naked. Maybe. Well, this one's right up your alley oh, next right, week. Right up your alley. Every time you say that, I feel so violated and I like it. Right up your alley. What's my alley? I think next Is week. Is Ellie coming? Uh, no, she's away. Oh. But I think next week we need to do a naughty show because we haven't done one for a while. Whatever you want. I'm your so, woman. There we go. I knew that. Wow. So we want some naughty people next week. So okay. let's invite some naughty friends. Oh, awesome. Yako and Lisa, we're putting out an invitation to you guys for next week. Mm. 
any of our other naughty friends, you are so welcome. I think we must invite Erica, hmm. a few other people, and I think we're going to have lots of fun. Okay. So can I watch? You are so welcome <laughs> You can to join. Watch. You can join and you can create the, the soundtrack for the oh, yeah. naughty show. There you go. This is naughty show. Is we going to, to do first, something? Yeah, yeah, we'll do some yeah. cool sex okay. positions. We'll talk about some new stuff happening in the world of sex. Yeah, cool. And as with us always, wherever it goes, it goes. So, Chris, you are so welcome to be wow. here next Friday morning to okay, create so the soundtrack. Okay, it's not going to be your, your, your usual soundtrack that people associate no. with such activities. No. You're like, waka chika waka. We needed you on that porn yeah, show when we, we were go. looking for original so, porn music. So, if you want to come back next Friday morning <laughs> and do the soundtrack, you are so welcome. Oh, my goodness. I'll... I'll uh, Ponder that. Give that one some thought. I might be corrupted by you. <laughs> no, the beautiful thing is that. Oh, if he, I haven't uh, done that yet, Chris, <laughs> then we got a problem. Yeah. 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 Jonty is um, pervertible. <laughs> yes. Ah, yes, pervertible. Tell us about that. So, pervertible, and I have to think about some of the stuff that you have here. Pervertible is finding a sexual use for common household items. What? So, think ah. about a toothbrush, think about. Uh, face cloth dipped in hot water. Think about some of the things that you have in, in your kitchen, kitchen that yeah. you can use in different ways on water, the body. Things in your bathroom. Those are pervertibles. Even the shower oh. head. That's it. Those are pervertibles. Yeah. Pervertibles. Chris Tokelon, I've so enjoyed this and I love the time with you because we don't man. get together that often anymore because mm. you're in Cape Town and I'm here. Mm. But it's such, it's such an honor to share with you. Thank you. Ah, it's a pleasure and an honor to share with you. It's wonderful to to be allowed to find a voice uh, on the air. Always. Mm. I like bread. I don't know if you do. I like bread. The curse word these days. No, it's bread? not. Actually, is it a pervertible? Actually, is it a pervertible? I'm sorry. That is so much cuck. But it's not rye bread. It's not chia butter. It's... This kind of bread. Up next is Casper and the team. We wish you all <clears throat> so much pleasure. This is CliffCentral.com.